The following program contains names, places, and events that have been anonymized or fictionalized for the purposes of protection and safety. The following program is provided for entertainment purposes only, and any commentary from the hosts are strictly conjecture and should not be held as making any definitive statements about the truth or identity of any particular individuals or circumstances. If you or a loved one are involved in an abusive relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for support. Okay, so before we get into it today, Hannah, I need an update on your dating life. We haven't heard an update, and there's there have been some questions on the Instagram, so the people want to know. Okay, we'll do a quick... Okay, fine. Let's see. What's going on in my dating situation? Okay, there is a cool new thing that I tried. Actually, let's talk about it. So apps, we obviously talk about apps all the time. I feel like a lot of times on Tinder or even Hinge, like people will go back and forth for a long time and then nothing will come of it. They'll go back and forth and get into sex talk very quickly. Very, very quickly. Yeah, I think that's pretty common. And then sometimes you just talk too much beforehand and you think you know someone better than you do. And I think for me, meeting someone in person is huge, huge, huge. So there's a new dating app that I heard about. It's called First Rounds on Me. And instead of matching with somebody and then having a conversation, you can basically like somebody, but then send them a time and place where you'd like to go on a date, which sounds wild, but you don't obviously have to accept. But then you can kind of like go back and forth. And then once you both agree that you want to go on a date, then you can open like the messaging thing. And you only, I think you could talk like 24 hours before the date, but it's what I liked for me, I'm a big texter sometimes to a fault. I feel like my last serious relationship, we texted a lot before. And then the first date was awkward because we'd created this false intimacy without really knowing each other. And then also with dating detectives, how many times have we had stories where people like met online and became like close online? And then not necessarily catfish, but, you know, that false intimacy creates a trust that you really shouldn't build before that soon. So what you're describing is kind of like it kind of limits your talking time so that you don't. Yeah. So basically what happened, there were a couple of people that sent me date requests and I sent a few as well. It like sent me a place near my location. I didn't have my address, but I put like a radius. It's kind of cute. You send the date request and it's like, we recommend this spot or this spot. And you can do coffee, you can do drinks. That's actually a really cool feature. It is kind of cute. It is. And then I said, no, that doesn't work for me. How about this? And then they accepted it. And then it opened the chat and we talked for like a little bit, but basically just logistics to kind of make sure he knew where to go. What do you get to learn about someone before you go? Like, is does it give you enough time to get to know them? So I knew, yeah, for me, I like to be able to verify their existence. So he put his like college, his job. We found him on LinkedIn. I showed you him, Mackenzie. You looked him up on LinkedIn. Oh, I remember. Oh, that guy. Yeah, this I remember was, that this guy. Was this, that, that was this app. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, there's a risk going on any dating app dates as we know, but in this case, it was pretty easy to I felt very comfortable like walking into this date. And also if you talk too much before, then what do you talk about when you meet? And like, I it's think awkward. a lot of people, you've got to leave some stuff for like, you know, a general conversation. So tell me about this most recent date. 
Okay. It was great. I mean, it was fun. He was very nice. And we got tacos and it was an enjoyable conversation. He kept saying I was reminding him of Monica from Friends. Do we get that vibe? Unless he thinks like maybe just the brown hair, but she's gorgeous, first of all. So that tracks, Aww. but I don't. What does Monica say? She says there's something she always says. It's like, I know. Yeah, that's what it was. I think a couple of times that's I was like, it is. I, I know. <laughs> and he was like, Monica. I was like, I don't know if this is good, but I'll take it. I will say towards the end, he did make me go through his camera roll and see all his pictures from Burning Man, which took about what? 10 to 15 minutes and felt like longer. But that's not the app's fault. But you probably won't go on a date with this fella again. No, but I will be, would happily be friends. But this first round, this first, first round on me experience was, I'm into it. I'm going to try again. You should swipe with me when you're here. Oh, that would be so much fun. I can live vicariously through you. Also, can we talk about last week's episode? Yes. <laughs> Everyone is so they funny in the dying comments. about the T-Rex arms. You guys, so imagine like this little bitty lady is jumping out of this Hummer. Like literally she had to jump and she's like <laughs> running in six inch high heels and her hands Sinking. are in front of her. Like remember Alicia Silverstone from Clueless? Yeah. And she's like, like running across the street in her little high heels and like her little hands in front of her like T-Rex. It was wild. Are you so excited for this week's episode? Yeah, we have a guest that we don't really know the story. We don't know much about. Yeah, you guys, we have a guest and her name is Sandy. And we like, as far as I, Molly said, there's some kind of surprise. So I don't know. Tell She's a tease. That's our producer. And she set up a whole thing for us that we don't know about. I don't know what that means. Yeah, this episode, we're all going to learn the story together. All right, Sandy. Let's get into it. Take it away. Sandy, take it away. We need to hear it. Okay. So this all began the summer, July, 2018. I was cleaning out my junk drawer in the kitchen and I found an instruction sheet with knee exercises from 30 years ago. And it was from my chiropractor because I had a sports injury and I had kept it just in case I had ever hurt my knee again. So anyway, it had Jeff's name on it, my chiropractor, and he was amazing. So I was like, hmm, I really thought about him in 30 years. So I found him on Facebook, decided to send him a message like, hey, what have you been doing the last 30 years? You know, I've moved and I'm now in the Arizona area and immediately sent me a reply. I was like, oh, okay. Jeff, the chiropractor. <laughs> Jeff. So we started messaging back and forth. And then he gave me his phone number. So we started texting. And then he was like, hey, let's just call each other. Okay. So we started talking for about two weeks and really just going over, you know, what's been going on. He told me he had been divorced since 2005. I told him I was widowed. I'd been widowed for three years. I had been married 18 years to a law enforcement officer. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I lost both my parents. And mm -hmm. I had recently sold our family house. So it's a it lot. Been I'm a so lot. sorry about your husband. Thank you. 
So we would talk for hours and just catching up. And I told him about two weeks later, I was going with my family to a baseball game. And he was like, hey, I'm going to that same game. I was like, well, maybe we can, you know, meet for a beer or something. Oh, wait. So where does he live near you? No, he he's now up in the Park City, Utah area. But he was going to this baseball yes. game. He said, oh, I happen to have tickets to the same game. So I'm like, okay, cool. Didn't really think anything more. About the third inning, I get a text. He's like, hey, Sandy, look over the next section, about five seats over. And I look over, and there he was. He had sold his ticket, found where we were sitting. I guess I told him we were in the club seats. He sold his ticket so he could be close to where we were sitting. So I look over, I'm like, oh my gosh. So anyway. Wow. Okay. I like it. During, you know. I was curious, Mackenzie, so you like it. I wasn't sure Mackenzie's love bomb flag was going to go off, but. No, I think that's like, a nice, it's, it's a cool sweet. gesture without being too much, it seems to me. Right. But well, And I you knew him <laughs> from a while before. It's not like you were just meeting yeah, him. Yeah. I just think it's kind of a nice kind of gesture, kind of cute. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. And so I look over and I'm like, you know, here's this man I hadn't seen in 30 years. So we go get a beer, come back. I introduce him to my whole family, my son, sister, brother, everybody. So then the next day, he met us at an art and wine festival in the same city. So that was fun. Went out to dinner. I went back to Arizona. So we kept talking, kept talking. So then we started to see each other every other weekend. I'd fly up there. He'd come down to see me. Every time I would fly up, he'd pick me up. He had a long stem rose and a bottle of Fiji water. Because that's what I loved. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, I, that's okay. Really sweet. So he, he's paying attention. Paying I like attention. It. He also, even from like day one, he would open his door for me. And I was like, oh, I love that. The next four years would always open the door for me. So I was like, this, a this guy does pay attention. So when I would fly up to see him, we would go to church on Sundays. He was a greeter at his church. He's just like all of the things. He's like, we're going to church. I'm opening the door. I'm bringing your roses. Right. I'm just a little angel. Yeah. And if you have back problems, here, let me help you adjust a bit. <laughs> I don't like it doesn't seem like too much love bombing to me yet. So I'm I'm curious. No, it's really nice. And he was an Eagle Scout. So I know. You know. So you can survive in the woods. Uh, I love it. So anyway, then a couple weeks later, I was doing a a volunteer event that we were making dog beds for a local animal shelter. And I was going to have like 20 people at my house and it was all organized. Well, he gave up his baseball ticket. He was going to like the last game of the season. He gave up that ticket, flew down, Ubered to my house so he could help make dog beds. So. And did he surprise? Was it a surprise? It was. It was a surprise. Oh, how did you feel about that? Like. Like you, like it was okay that he came and surprised you. Like, this is okay. Like, you're like, oh, that's sweet. Or were you like, hello, you showed up without. Oh, no, I was totally like, 
oh my God. You know, I thought it was really nuts. Okay. So it was a nice, okay. It was a nice, yeah. So even my uh, friends that were there were like, oh my God, he's like Mr. Wonderful. I go, I know. So this was only a couple months Aww. in. So anyway, 2018 goes along. Thanksgiving, we all go. We meet all my family for Thanksgiving. Great. And then okay. Christmas, I go to his family's Christmas party. And so we're like, okay, we're doing this. Then 2019, we're doing a lot of traveling up and down. So Valentine's Day. I go up to see him, you know, it's like the rose petals coming in the door, the silk teddy from Neiman Marcus, the heart necklace from uh, (laughs) Tiffany. Okay, Tiffany, I'm here. Okay. Then started meeting some of his friends. It was great. And we were up there in August and met six of his friends. Well, one of the guys had posted a picture of us on his Facebook page. And I was like, finally, you know, Facebook official. Facebook official. (laughs) Listen, when you're, do you guys agree? I want to talk about this on our social media because like, I feel like this is the thing that if you're Facebook official, you are official official. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah. And and if someone won't post you, even if like, that's such a thing that people get really, then you are a side about. And I think it's fair. You want somebody to put you on a pedestal, show you off a little bit. Yes. Yes. And I had always asked, you know, because this was like a year into it. And I was like, hey, how come you've never posted, you know, any pictures of us? And he was like, oh, Sandy, I don't want you to get hacked. And I'm like, I think that would happen. Oh, so beep, beep. Yeah. Raiders. Now, that's a good little flag. Does he post pictures with other people? Could they? Why wouldn't they get? He hacked? posted pictures like with his dad, some guy friends. But this particular picture, I had my hand on his thigh, so I was excited. I was at the airport, ready to fly back to Arizona, and I was like, "Okay, let's see what's you know, let's see the comments and everything." By the time I got back to Arizona, I look up Facebook, pictures gone. And I was like, hey, wait, just like not there anymore? Like, yeah. what? He took it down. What? what? And I was like, okay, hey, Jeff. He was like, what picture? I never saw <gasps> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? So I was like, well, you know, your friend posted a picture. And he was like, oh, well, he must have taken it down. So we went through this whole like, you know, no, you have to do it. He's like, I just, I don't know. So I'm like, gaslighting. Okay. We'll, we'll leave that. And then around September 29th, we had been dating a year. So I would always leave him little notes, you know, after the weekend. Had a great time. It was so fun. You know, I'll see you next week. Well, I would always use like a notepad that he had on his desk or his kitchen table, whatever. Well, I couldn't find any paper. So I looked at his bedside table and I pull out this letter. It was right on the top. And it was like, dear Jeff, I just don't think we can do this anymore. I love you, but we keep going back and forth. And 
I think we're just going to have to part ways. And but I, look, oh my God, a dear a Jeff dear letter. Jeff letter. <laughs> it was right on top. I oh so I, it was what? signed, loves Rachel, and Rachel. Do we have a date on it. Who the hell is Rachel? It didn't have a date on the letter, and and Jeff he had already gone to work, and I would Uber to the airport. So later, you know, I was talking to him. I'm like, "Who's Rachel?" He goes, "Oh, that's somebody I dated like two years ago." Before we met, and we only went out two times, but she tried, she took me to a swingers party, and I am just not into that. He goes, It was old, so no problem. You're this, this letter's on top. On okay, top. carry on. Right. That's Excuse true. A, a letter by the nightstand, that's not insignificant. Like, and it's right on top. Like, is this guy dumb? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So that was a little like, so then in 2020, we were in Arizona and everything shuts down for COVID. So he was back up. Good time. Back up in Utah. We didn't see each other for months, but you know, oh. we'd still talk and we just sort of did what everybody else did in COVID, you know, stayed home. So then he got laid off in June because no one was skiing or going, you know, doing any. <laughs> no one was hurting themselves. Right. No. Right. He always talked about going up to the Pacific Northwest and he was like, Hey, would you maybe think about moving up there? And I was like, Oh, it's really rainy. I don't know. But we went up, we found this amazing house in September. So in November, 2020, we bought this beautiful piece of property and had a beautiful barn in the back. And so we did it. We bought the house together. Wait, and how long had this been that you'd been? About exactly? two and a half years. Two and a half years. Okay. Two and a half. Wait, so you didn't sell your house in Arizona. You still had, you both still had your places or did you actually relocate? I still had my house in Arizona. I told him I want to keep it. So I was like, let's do it. Let's go up to the Pacific Northwest. So we went up, transitioned into 2021. It was amazing. It was like we were living in a Hallmark movie. The first, Aww. the first snowfall. Oh, we had it. Don't break my heart, Sandy. I know. Oh. Can we stop the podcast now? Can we, <laughs> Can have we just a happy stop right here and leave it on a good note? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every morning, wake up, even if it was raining, I was like, it's beautiful. And uh, having just an amazing time. You know, we're meeting the neighbors. I had 12 sorority girlfriends come up and visit at the barn house. Jeff made us dinner. He's taking us everywhere. Everyone loved him. And they were like, Sandy, we're so happy for you. I was like the sort of like the fairy tale that there is dating after 50. So they were happy for me. So. Anyway, so then we were walking our dogs through town, stop and look into a jewelry store. He's like, Sandy, let's start talking about engagement rings. He's like, what do you think? And I was like, oh, well. You're like, ah! so you had a life together. Your life's lives were one oh, at yeah. this point. But then yeah, comes 2022. We had a two-story house. 
I was upstairs. We had like a loft landing. He was downstairs watching football. I look over and uh, he was like swiping, swiping, scrolling, making it bigger. And I was like, wait, what? And there's only one thing going on when a finger's going right or left on a phone. And hitting a, hitting a little heart. Oh, that's not Duolingo, not baby. I'm liking it. I don't like it. Cake. I don't like it. I actually went, got my phone, and videotaped him. Armchair sleuth. And then zoomed in. And then used your video to zoom in, like pinch to yeah. zoom in. So zoomed in. No. Yeah. Oh. And so I go downstairs. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm just checking some scores, football scores. And I'm like, mm, oh, I saw you on a dating app. You know, I have video. <gasps> and he's like, oh, no, it must be old. It must be an old, you know, app that just popped up. And so I'm like. You're like, look at the receipts. I literally have video. <laughs> this is 100% gaslighting. Like, look, I have this video. No, you don't. No, you don't. You put your hands over your eyes. Like, no, you don't. I don't see no. anything. What? He, <laughs> so he logged in on his phone and on Tinder. And he's like, look, I can't even. I don't even know my password. Well, it turns out it was Tinder. <laughs> oh, oh, so he God. said it was Tinder to show that the app wasn't up and running, right. but really he had another app. Right. Okay. So then. This fella. So after I saw him scrolling, I told my niece, I found Jeff on a dating app. And she was like, oh no, Aunt Sandy. I saw a notification on his phone when I was there in November. A Facebook dating notification came up. He goes, I didn't know what to tell you. I'm so sorry. And I was like, you, wait, oh, God. what's Facebook dating? It's an, did you know that face? I just recently learned that Facebook has dating. It's like a dating app on Facebook. Wait, I'm going to do a little googly Google because I've never even <laughs> heard of this. Facebook is like, dating. wait, is that, is that a love. free dating an online dating service developed by Facebook. They have everything. Zuck has thought of everything. <laughs> so wait, and th that was November. And when was this? So November. So this is now, now we're into January. Okay. So month. Oh month. my God. But she okay. kept it inside. She didn't know how to tell me. Because you don't want to, you don't want to assume. Mackenzie always says one of the main things with a PI is never assume. Never assume, never assume you're being gaslit when really. <laughs> yeah, and he was just so convincing, so loving. I mean, we never fought. It was great. And so I did contact a therapist in March because I was like, am I like going crazy, you know, with like the dating app? And I was like, what's going on? And even I thought, well, maybe if we go to counseling, that would help. And I had printed out 40 photos of us, selfies and trips. And like, what are you looking for? You know, I thought we had this perfect life together. But my therapist said, get a book called Disarming a Narcissist. And I was like, oh, we need to put that in the show notes. I really didn't know what a narcissist was, but started to do a little more research. So anyway, I told my niece, she's like, and Sandy, if you want me to do a deep dive on Jeff, I will. And I'm like, go for it, do it. 
sluice sluice so, it out. Is she? Can I ask you? Is your niece a like a teenage age? Like because they know how to work the internet. Like they know how to find stuff. Like <laughs> she's in the tech industry. She's thirty. Oh, good. Oh, she Even got better. It. I oh, like it. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Oh, yeah. go, go, go. So, okay. so okay. I had actually come down to Southern California for her 30th birthday. And when it was just us alone, she's like, okay, do you want to, do you want to know? And I'm like, yeah. Like, do I want to know what she bent out? So she said, he's on numerous dating sites. I was, what? So I said, Okay, well, let's, let's find, let's find one. So we found this one called Zeus. <laughs> let's match with him. <laughs> so I said, let's, let's find this one called Zeus. Cause he had mentioned he had used that one before and I had never heard of it. Zeus, like the God? Z-O-O-S-K. So Zeus. <laughs> so we ended up, we created a fake profile and Catfish Sandy for the good of for the good of the nation. I'll right. allow it. Put in parameters. I'm like, let's find Jeff. Uh, so we put in two cities where he used to live, thinking this was way before me. So let's put those cities in. Swipe, swipe. And nothing came up. And my niece is like, Oh, Aunt Sandy, this is gonna take forever. I go, let's put his dad's hometown in. Because he was flying down to see his dad all the time. And right. So put in the dad's hometown, swipe, swipe, boom. He popped up. There he is. And he's going by his real name. He's like using his real photos, no anonymizing of his identity. So he's just out here all willy-nilly on all these dating apps and y'all been together for several years and bought property together and all these things. And he's out here just doing Talking about rings. Yes. What? Okay. This fella's got some damn nerve. My niece starts bawling. She's like, oh my God. And I'm like, what? And he had an old picture, probably from eight or nine years ago. So, I mean, looked super cute. He was like, he's catfishing too. You know, he's single, divorced, Christian. So not only could my niece go into his account, but she found out that he had been boosting it, which is... <gasps> so he was paying for it? Oh, yeah. Pay, not only paying for it, paying more. So he would pop up more, more often. Oh, my Lord. What a schmuck. Okay, so he's so you see that he's on dating sites. So what, what do you do? That I take a picture of it, blow it up into a five by seven, go back home, and I sit down. I'm like, we need to talk. So I put the picture in front of him and he's like, oh, whoa, what's Uh, that? And I'm like, you're on a dating site. I show him the picture and I'm like, Jeff, I, this is just not working. And he's like, Sandy, here, look at my phone. Oh, you can go through my text. There's no, there's nothing. You know, I love you. So there was one in there. And it was from an area code that I recognized. So I was like, hmm. And it was like, how are you doing? Are you going to have a vodka soda? You know, this text going back and forth. And so I memorized the number. So he said, look at my phone. And he had stuff in his phone that was fishy. And right. He, still was he goes, like, oh, look, you're, you're Delulu. Right. He goes, oh. And he did mention Rachel. He goes, I hadn't heard from her in years. And she just 
sent me a text. I don't know why. And I'm like, okay, so this Rachel hmm. is okay. Rachel, you know, she pops back up. And then there was, there was another one <laughs> from this woman. And I was like, who's this? He goes, oh, that's the golf pro by my dad's house. But it was like, oh, okay. Like, right, oh, you're right. taking golf. golf lessons at like, what? Is that what the kids are calling it nowadays? Oh. So I read the text and it was like, Jeff, if you don't have time for this great game of golf, I'm deleting your phone number. Have a good life. <gasps> so that is what the kids are calling it nowadays. He tries to get out of that. And then, so I did a reverse phone number of the one that I'd seen on his phone. Uh-huh. And I found Rachel. And it was Rachel. Google, Google. Which, by the way, you can do super easily on the Google machine. All you got to do, when she says reverse phone number, what she means is instead of typing in the person's name and looking for their phone number, you're typing in the phone number and looking for the name. That's basically what that means. Right. So Google that popped up everywhere. Well, she had been posting on a site, if we can say the name, it's called Quora, but it's a social media platform. Is that... One where you like ask questions? Yes. You post a question and then it's like Yahoo questions or what's it called when you go and you type in, who knows how to peel a banana? There's 55 exactly. people to answer. Oh, you can right, do it this right. way. Yeah, yeah. So I found Rachel. She had been posting on this site for years about their relationship. And it was in a narcissist <gasps> victim support group. And she wouldn't mention oh, him by name. Except one time she mentioned stalker Jeff. What? <gasps> yeah. What? Ding, I mean, ding, ding. Bingo, bingo. Got him. 2019, Sorry. 2020, 2021. <laughs> and I mean, I was like, oh my <gasps> God. So I would take screenshots of what? going on. Wait, did he act like that towards you? Like, was he like stalkerish towards oh, you he- at all? Or is that, did, like, did that track? Were you like, oh, that sounds right? Or were you like, no, that can't no. be Jeff? I mean, he wasn't like that at all. And, and it, yeah, I feel like the first time you even thought he was like that is when you found the dating apps, like until then. And now someone's calling him a stalker, but he seems really sweet to you. Okay, but then also, ahead. you know, she I'm was talking about the amazing sex. And I was like, wait, what? Wait, they're having sex? <laughs> so. <gasps> oh, I thought you were saying, wait, what? It's amazing? <laughs> that can't be Jeff. <laughs> That's what I thought no, you meant. No, <laughs> no Rachel was like, so wait, so you were piecing together that they were having sex while you were in a relationship with him? Yes. Because of the timeline, right? Because of when it was posted? Exactly <gasps> the same. So that's when oh, okay. I started really thinking about, you know, the red flags. I really start thinking all these red flags are now coming into view from the previous years. He would never plug his phone into his car. Even though he had a brand new car, he would he would never plug it in for directions. He goes, Sandy, plug your phone in. I think my phone was hacked. I don't want to get my car and infected. I'm like, what? <laughs> so okay. So he didn't want messages coming up on the screen, text messages or phone calls. Mm-hmm. He would always have his phone in his pocket. Always. We'd be sitting watching TV. We'd be watching a Hallmark movie and he always kept his phone in his pocket. And I'm like, Jeff, you can put it on the coffee table. 
She's like, oh, I don't want to lose it. I'm like, we're in our house. It's 18 inches away. And then one time I was dropping him off at the airport. And again, he was going to go see his dad. And I get a text about 15 minutes later that it was like, I can't wait to see you, heart emoji. (gasps) And I was like, wait, what? What? I just dropped you off. Did the flight get canceled? Right. I go, I text him back. I'm like, what? I just, I just dropped you off. He goes, oh, I can't wait to see you in five days when I. New phone. Who dis? I already miss you so much. Wait, was he going to see that Rachel chick? I don't know. I don't know. So then. Okay. And then another red flag that I didn't think about at the time, but often late at night, he would be like, Hey, Sandy, I'm going to go take a walk. Uh, this would be like 10 o'clock at night. And he's like, I didn't get enough steps in today. So I'm going to go walk. And I was like, but it's like 35 degrees out. Are you sure? I go, do you want me to come with you? He goes, no, you sit here by the fire with the dogs and I'm just going to get more steps in. I'm like, okay. And I'd get up and I'd get him a flashlight, you know, make sure you stay warm. Oh my goodness. So after I started really realizing all this, I retained an attorney. I had to make sure that if I left, it wouldn't be considered abandonment of the house. So, oh, that's okay. So that's a good point. Because we, you know, we bought the house. What did the attorney say? He said, no, it would not be considered abandonment. And he said, Sandy, what you need to do Well, praise the lamb. Yeah. He said, play nice. Play nice until you can get out safely. You don't know how he's going to react. So that's what I did. I packed up all my personal stuff. Well, so he had another trip planned down to see his dad. So I packed up my file folder, sent off everything. A friend of mine flew up the day before he was supposed to come home, packed up everything that morning, packed the car, packed the two dogs and left. I was supposed to pick him up at the airport that night, about 10 o'clock. I sent him a text. I was like, hey, I can't pick you up. You're like, you can call an Uber, bitch. You can call an Uber. I said, the back door is unlocked. <laughs> and he was like, what? Have you been in an accident? Are you okay? And I didn't respond. So then it was like all the voicemails and texts. And well, so he gets to the house that night. Well, I had left him on our beautiful center island in our beautiful house, a Dear Jeff letter. And so then about a week later, I'm already back home in Arizona. I get a, I get a text from him. Sandy, I love you. Sent me pictures of, you know, taking walks and it's not the same without you and our forever life. He sends you a picture of like a Fiji water bottle. Sandy, I want to be totally transparent. Here, you can call Rachel. Here's her phone number. She'll tell you we only went out two times. And it was before you and I ever 
shut up, shut up. You know, dating. Shut up. Okay. Is he going to like pay Rachel to tell you something that's not true? So I call, leave a message. Hey, Rachel, this is Sandy. I think you know Jeff and maybe call me back. So didn't hear from her. So I'm like carrying my phone around all weekend. I didn't want to miss her call. So then I call back. I'm like, maybe I need to give her a little more information. Right. So I left her another message. I was like, I I think we've been dating the same guy for the last four years. You know, please call me back. Didn't hear from her for days. What a crazy call to have to give. Like, hey, Rachel, just curious if we're in love with the same man. No biggie. Call me back when you get a chance. Right. So this was like on a Thursday, Friday. So then Monday, I get a Facebook message from Rachel. Hey, I know you're trying to get hold of me. I didn't know about you. You didn't know about me. Here's my number. If you want to send me a message, I was like shaking. And so I immediately sent her a text and I was like, would you be willing to talk to me or to meet with me? And she said, absolutely. And it turns out that she had moved the same time Jeff had moved. So we were now like half an hour apart. And so she invited me to her house the next day. (gasps) Okay. And I'm like, okay, let's (gasps) do this. So I go to her house. She comes out. We hug. Oh my gosh. And then we sit down for six hours and just go through everything. Timelines, texts, photos voicemails. Whoa. Wait. Oh my God. Yeah. So I told her my story and how, you know, this amazing life with Jeff. And then she told me her story and she is actually here today and she's going to tell you her story. <gasps> what? What? Do we, do we get to meet the Rachel? Oh, my, Rachel? God. Hi. oh my God, she just popped up. Good afternoon, ladies. I'm Rachel. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait guys, Molly wait. did not tell us. Wait, I'm so, oh my God, hi. Hi. Rachel. Wait, that's the surprise. Yeah. I'm I I'm so glad we didn't like talk shit about her. I was gonna say, I was like, did I say anything about her? Well, we wouldn't. Sorry, guys, but you totally have to wait until next week to hear Rachel's story, as do we. And <gasps> don't be mad at us. Please don't be mad at me. Okay. But you can comment and tell us all your theories. We love the theories. Yeah, let us know what you think. Like, what's uh, uh, I'm dying to know. Like, we need to know what you guys what you guys experience on your end. So tell us all the things. And also don't forget, like, no matter what, whatever stories you have, you can send them to us. Email us at investigate at datingdetectivepod.com and follow us on the socials on the Instagram dating detectives podcast. And TikTok and Facebook and you we always plug Instagram and I'm like, wait, there are others. We're all over. Yeah, the place. we yeah. So make sure you follow us. Share with a friend. We'd really appreciate it. And make sure you give us five star ratings. We appreciate your love and support. You know what I'm excited about? What? And I don't want to jump the gun, but there's a part of me that's like, okay, they're both on this podcast. Like, like I want them to be best friends. Like we all become best friends Aww. out of all of this. 
That would be amazing. Well, you'll find out next week. Bye, Mackenzie. Goodbye, Hannah. Love you guys. <laughs>